Hey, it's episode 58 of Life is a Hat Party from Chapeau Claudette. I know it's been a minute, but um, my responsibilities are quite intense and I've also been trying to launch a hat that gives back and finally sold one to Japan. Ooh, I'm really excited about that one. Um, and um, if you want to know more, you can also go to the website in the link that I will provide. Anyway, I just thought I'd share with you why Paris also included. France is so very special to me. I traveled there quite a lot when I was in my 20s. Um, I produced a LP, well not LP, a maxi single, that's what they call it, a maxi single, where I... Uh, played with the language of French and English together, even though I don't speak French, but I mixed the two languages together. And I was lucky enough to have an interview with Radio Nova, which is still alive and kicking. It's one of the best radio experiences musically I have ever had. They play saison and rock and roll and then rap and then you know, Arabic music, just a real collectic um, mixture of what makes France, France. And that brings me to the point, woohoo, why, even though I'm not a footballer or a football enthusiast, I mean, I kind of got drawn in when I, um, my kids were young, but not anymore. But I did, um, yeah, get kind of uh, emotional about them winning as you do. And also because it shows, you know, the unity of the black, blanc, bleu. So, um, and what you listened to before was, of course, Grace Jones' version of La Vie en Rose, the musical version, the Edith Piaf, such a beautiful song, you know, that is timeless. And, you know, I love it. So without any further delay, I want to share with you um, the reason that I'm not, maybe I'm not alone in, as an American, uh, loving Paris and France as much as I do. I'll be back in a minute. General Dumas, and these were some of Napoleon's greatest officers. That's Ricky Stevenson leading a group on one of her popular Black Paris tours. She points to the name of one of Napoleon's generals inscribed on the Arc de Triomphe. He was born in Haiti. Stevenson says the city is rich in Black history, especially from American Blacks who flocked here since the 19th century. Many people mistakenly believe that the first great mass migration of African Americans to France came with the Harlem Renaissance. 
It didn't. The first great mass migration came following the Louisiana Purchase of 1803. Stevenson says blacks went from living free in a French territory to living in an American apartheid state. After World War I broke out, more than 200,000 American black soldiers, mostly from the South, came to France to fight for freedom and democracy, something they didn't have back in their own country. Imagine being greeted here with, I won't say open arms, but being a person. It was horrible when they went home. In many cases, the Ku Klux Klan took great pride in lynching a black man if he had on a uniform. So many American blacks stayed, says Stevenson, and others followed. Black American culture took off in France between the wars. You know that's Josephine Baker, of course, known. But um, she made the point to say it wasn't just during the Harlem Renaissance, which includes James Baldwin, a host of others. Um, It was also you know, after the war, the First World War, and um, in the late 1800s. So I found that quite interesting. And, you know, that has always been the case. But, you know, to be honest, that I have found that to be the case in a lot of instances. You'll find maybe if German or English people, because I know of them, that's why I say, or even French, sometimes if they go to America, they'll, you know, get a kind of special treatment because they're from out of town um but i don't i think it's part of the culture in a way of france to um to be curious about things that are um you know kind of have a story a complex story you know um you are taught philosophy in um elementary school in france and i think that is really very important because people are allowed to are encouraged to think and learn how to think because that's just not <laughs> that shouldn't be taken for granted a lot of people are now taught just to accept what they're told not provoked or encouraged to think for themselves and the good way to think for yourself is to examine and be an observer and read and um, maybe understand how other people thought about things or philosophized, philosophized, and then you can do your own putting together concepts. And I don't know, make, that's my opinion anyway. I feel that France has a lot of that, and I hope they keep it. You know, I hope that the cuts that are coming in um, from the investment banker, prime minister, how a president. Macron, you want to call him, won't get rid of these things because I think it is part of French culture and also, you know, how they eat food with the children, you know, this um, in the school, the, the food um, that they have for lunch and how it's served, it's all kind of community-based as well, like in Japan, where in America, not so, um, I can only compare that. So, yeah. Congratulations, Le Bleu, that is black, blanc, and Bleu, which is Bleu, it's like North African. I didn't know that, by the way. I'm passing on to you. Notice that this is a NPR segment that you heard from Eleanor Birdsley, and I will put the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening 
to this, you know, wonderful edition of um, Life is a Hat Party. Hope you and yours are well.